This week on the program, with a load of doctors touting different things, who are you going to believe? The doctor who intentionally lied and gaslighted us, or a bunch of doctors touting hydroxychloroquine? Personally, I think they're all fucked. Later, what emojis are you appropriating? We'll take a look at digital blackface. Finally, we need to decompress by watching some funny videos. That's right. This is Emergency Exit. Geez, I butchered that and I practiced it too. Well, welcome to another episode. This is episode 166. Today, today is July 29th, 2020. It's again 10 on 10 in our floating tin can. Far above the world. I'm Los. You can follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me as always is the producer, the man. Making it all happen is Brandon, the Herd Hat Mitchell. That's right. What's, What's going up? on, man? Hey, you man. Know, if, I, if I turn this camera just a little bit and I position myself right here, it's it's almost like we're talking to each other. There's two of me now. That's even better. Oh. <laughs> David, the holy Hispanic, is on special assignment, so he'll be back next week. Well, there's a lot to get to today. We're going to give out that number in just a second so you can give us a call. It's actually not that much I want to get into. I'm going to rant mostly because uh, just, there's just so much to rant about, rant and rave. But I think first and most importantly, we need to do a Brew World Order. Let's go. <sighs> it's the Brew World This week we've got Ziggenbach Amber Ale, Texas Amber. There's not much that I can read on this. I should have pulled up something, but uh, I just don't see anything. Maybe uh, Brandon can pull up something that'll go on the big screen behind me. But this, I don't know if we've done this before. Amber is my favorite type of beer. Um, I like Ambers. IPAs are like a quick next. But uh, lagers, I guess lagers are pretty good. Uh, it, it's it's all there, but let's see what uh, uh, Ziggenbach has to say here. It's brewed in Houston. Ziggenbach is a beer of the South, only available in Texas. I did not know that. This American-style amber lager offers notes of roasted grains in the aroma and in a sweet, smooth taste with a hop finish. The select imported hops and specialty malts create a taste worthy of a 2006 Great American Beer Festival bronze medal. Couldn't make a gold? Jeez. I think this is brewed by Anheuser-Busch. Um, no, it's brewed and bottled by Ziggenbach Brewing Company, which may be owned by Anheuser. But uh, I don't know. So let's give it a crack. Did you have yours over there, Brando? I have it now. All right. Let's, uh, let's check it out. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely super light. You can yeah. chug the hell out of this beer. For sure. Taste is something to be a little desired. It's not a fully crazy malty beer, which is sort of nice. Do they make this in cans? Do you know? I've never seen this. Oh, you know what? I have seen this in cans. Uh, this used to be my go-to back when I first moved to Texas. Drinking it out on the river? No, no, no. Just uh, after work, after a long day of work, I'd go pick up a six-pack of this thing on the way home at the drive through liquor store thing the grocery the beverage sort of barn. the beverage barn or whatever they call those things the drive and go the package store yeah but 
Yeah. What do you think about this, dude? Not bad, uh, especially considering the last few beers that we've had have not been very great. <laughs> so this is this is a good surprise. Uh, uh, Jimmy uh, is on. Hey, Jimmy, how's it going, man? We miss you. I call that the beer of the hills have eyes, people. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know what that means. Uh, the beer uh, hills have eyes, people. Like those people, and uh, he also says, "Don't fucking bring glass or styrofoam." Well, on the duh. River. That's why I asked. Do they make it in a can, Jimmy? <laughs> well, there you go. Um, what was your what was your rating, man? I'm gonna go really high on this one, and and I'm just gonna I'm gonna say a four point seven. Four point. Wow, that's yeah. really four point seven. What? That's right. Oh, I always yeah, right on. That's right. It's the least you can do. You know, and I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to give this a whopping. It's got taste. It's got very mild taste, high drinkability. I will give this a four point three. That's right. How about that, huh? That's right. So, I think that's going to do it for this week's brute world. That's right. I'm like holding it up in the air this little time. It's the brute world. David's not here this week. Uh, he's on special assignment in Denver. I think the assignment is how high you can get <laughs> on marijuana. <laughs> so uh, let's see how that get how a Christian can get super high in, in Arizona. I mean, uh, where is he at? Uh, Denver. He said Denver. God, same thing to me, pretty much. Denver and Arizona? Uh, let's see. Uh, we got our number down below here in just a quick moment. There it is. Oh, you guys want to give us a call? Feel free to do so. We're going to talk about digital blackface here in a second, because I came across this term. Of course, I heard it from a white person. Weird, really weird how white people are so in tune by calling themselves racist all of a sudden. I don't use emojis at all. I don't really. I, I'll tend to use some gifs every one once in a while. Gifs. Gif. I think it's gifs. It should be called gifs, but. Uh, like, cause it's graphic inter, uh, uh, image format. I think it's what it is. But uh, the guy who invented it says that you can fucking call it GIF all you want. So I think that's what you should go for. I mean, the guy invented it. I think that's what you. You don't call the Tesla fucking Tesla. You know, I guess you could. I suppose you could. So who's stopping you? There's no police out there stopping you. But I wanted to watch this uh, digital blackface thing. This is uh, from the New York Times. It's a really weird piece, you know. Uh, I don't use emojis or GIFs very much, GIFs. Uh, sometimes I'll use them, but I guess there's a culture out there where, you know, pe white people are using black, you know, black people. Like, you know, they're animated, you know, so not black people. I mean, they are animated, but th these little graphic images are animated and you know the black people are, are very expressive in their expressions and using it is appropriating which i thought was weird like we can't use anybody's uh like any other person but white you know uh let's see jimmy texted me says this is the hills have eyes reference supposedly a hot mix on trump i think it's fake Funny, though. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't have time to really look at that. Maybe we can pop that up. Oh, no, you got to text that over to or uh, 
put it somewhere where I can click on it real quick. I got to watch, see it on my watch here, which uh, I bought with my Donnie dollars, by the way. It's pretty sweet. Um, look at that, a little Samsung gear watch. I like this watch, matter of fact, before we get into digital blackface, man. It's cool, man. Uh, first of all, I like to use, I think it's really cool to use a digital format and then have an analog face on it. I don't even know if you can see that, but <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. It's sort of a best of both worlds, and you get your text right through it. All right, hey, so uh, let's watch this uh, weird video that's uh, sent to us through the New York Times. To introduce you guys to someone, this is my Bemoji. She's the little cartoon avatar that I designed to look like me and dress like me, and now I outsource my emotions to her online. Internet with Amanda Hess. All images sourced from the internet. The internet can be a place that's devoid of affect. So now all these little patches have popped up to help us express how we feel. Emojis, text formatting, and animated GIFs, which allow us to quick. summon other people to feel... I mean, I think it's cool that... Yeah, I mean, how many times have you texted somebody and they got the wrong idea or you, you capitalized a bunch of uh, words and they, it sounds like you're yelling? I think it's great that we have these sort of pictures and moving pictures to sort of express what you really feel. And you can be dicks about it. You can be uh, angels about it. But I think it's so cool that we have these. So let's, uh, let's keep rolling. Feel our feelings for us. And that can get really complicated. Women of color in particular are called on really frequently to express emotions for us. From this unknown woman clapping in the Wendy Williams audience to Oprah, who has transcended the role of talk show host to become the queen of reaction gifts. This is the joy for me. According to Giphy, the most popular way for Americans to express happiness is this. And sadness, this. These gifts are not just popular in online black communities. White people use them too. Maybe too much. And there's a term for that. Digital blackface. Okay. As Lauren Michelle Jackson wrote... Digital blackface. Uh, we'll get into that some more. I think this is weird. Who comes up... Uh, well, you can keep that up. What are you doing? Oh, we got to watch the rest. We're going to... I, like, I was going. I was going to get in... I was going to get in and out of that one. Digital blackface. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird how they have to come up with this name. Like, first of all, blackface we know is wrong as hell. So them touting this as um, we're going to get into more touting in a little bit, but them touting this as some sort of racial thing, I think is uh, well, I don't know. If we'll I guess we'll get into what they think if it's racial or not. There, oh uh, geez, yeah, we got there. You go. We're gonna have to. Yeah, this is I don't think I it's do. two minutes this in. That's why I don't like this setup. There you go. I'll turn that up. Now turn that sucker back up. I'll just pause and I'll say uh, we're done with it there. Once we, I think we we may get through the whole thing, but I want to kind of hop in and out. All right. All right. Anyways, digital blackface, blackface, obviously racist. So maybe they're going to imply that using someone else's image to express your own emotions is in fact racist. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah, I hit that thing. And Michelle Jackson wrote in Teen Vogue, Digital blackface is the act of inhabiting a black persona, employing digital technology to co-op a perceived cachet or black cool. 
So, for example, Meghan McCain said, I think at this point we need to ask whether or not Black Lives Matter is a hate group. But she's constantly using Black Lives as a digital accessory okay, to express how she feels Pause. about life. Okay. Using Black Lives Matter, we got to really, we're going to use Black Lives to express our emotions. We know Black Lives Matter trademark has got nothing to do with actual Black Lives. We knew this. We know this. Stop trying to use this as some sort of political thing. Stop trying to make this political. Keep going on with this, Brandon. God. New York Times, such hard-hitting fucking stories. You know what I mean? Jesus, Murphy. Republican politics. On the internet, white people outsource their emotional labor to black people. Where your sass, your nonchalance, your theory, your delight, your annoyance, your happy dance, your diva, your shade, your yes moments. And my Bitmoji is complicit too. Who, Bitmoji me? takes all Bruh. of these black emotional reactions oh, and verbal expressions Damn. and designs them I to fit my should. white body oh, and no, face. You didn't. We gonna live together. This is the kind of appropriation that makes most oh, white Justin people Beamer. look real dumb when they try to pull it off in the context of their real lives. Homeboys get that like, get it. Manuel Arturo Abreu calls this phenomenon online imagined black English. And you can trace it back to the earliest days of the social web. There used to be a tool called the Jive filter that would translate white people's speech into Jive as a kind of gross curiosity. These days, imagined black English is now being appropriated on Twitter by actual white nationalists. Whiteness yeah, is okay, enacted in gifts uh, too, but it's suspect that black people are overrepresented in these kinds of cultural artifacts, but underrepresented in the seats of power that actually mold the world. The way that black okay, people pause. are turned into products online well, is maybe. rarely interested if you in that. Guys, uh, don't get me wrong here. Maybe if you all stopped fucking. <laughs> working on your telephones and uh, making these little gifts, maybe we would have some more seats on there. It's not as if I, I know we're gonna they're gonna get on this. I've watched this video and it, it's it, it it's so daunting in telling what they're gonna get into and so they're overrepresentative uh, overrepresented in gifts gifs, but they're not represented the same in Congress or in the Senate. Like, this is absolute crazy. We can't equate... <laughs> we can't equate gifts with <laughs> with Congress. It's so fucking idiotic. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. He's working on it. You blocked yourself. Humanity. Take the phenomenon of black Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. As Slate's Aisha Harris puts it, It's difficult to watch these videos and not sense that their popularity has something to do with a persistent, if unconscious, desire to see black people perform. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Especially in the case of something like the Cleveland kidnapper. And she says, help me get out. I've been, I'm, I've been in here a long time. That was like a very serious issue that was distilled into just buffoonery. My neighbor got big testicles because we see this dude every day. Scholar C.N. <laughs> Nye uses the term animatedness to describe the tendency to think of black people that way. A tendency that's only exacerbated by the form of the animated gif. None of this means that white people should only use white people gifts and black people should only use black people gifts. What does it mean then? But it does mean that even something as seemingly simple as trying to express happiness on the internet is complicated by structural racism. 
that old structure <sighs> keeps encoding itself into new technologies. But those same technologies can be used to create different images. Nobody is coming to take your gifts away. Ultimately, the point is to just be, you know, a little bit more aware, a little bit more cognizant of the way in which you're sharing images that, you know, feature black people or feature people of color. So does that apply? Yeah, and thank you for that. Does that apply if, like, a black person uses a white GIF? Does that is that is that systematic racism? I'm so sick of this systematic racism and how easily it just can be thrown or fucking around when it does not apply. I mean, I don't believe it applies. I mean, yes, okay. Let's say you have like Fred Rogers doing the fucking the the stupid dab, which oof, I don't even know what that fucking means, but it's stupid. Or you can pick uh a black guy doing it or something. So we should, we shouldn't pick either of them or should we pick the black one? It's so much pointing the racism button and it's, it's totally killing what actual racism is. Racism is thinking you are superior based on the color of your skin and any other skin color is inferior. So if you are picking a GIF and it happens to be a black person on there, yeah, that's in that's systematic racism. Wait, but you're using it's not that you're using it, but it's expressing your own emotions. These guys are reaching way too goddamn far. What do you guys think about this? I have I I just came across this and just like slapped my face. I'm just so sick of seeing racism used in such the wrong way. And to the point where people that are saying, oh, no, racism has changed. It's not just thinking that you're superior, skin color superior. It's actually saying, uh, it's actually saying it's plus that. Uh, it's that plus power. I just think that's so ridiculous because they obviously think white people have power. Isn't that racist? You're on the air, caller. Hi, it's Rob. Hey, Rob. How are you doing, man? Welcome back to the show. Well, I I was doing real good until I seen the opening here. Uh, dude, the biggest racist in America is in the White House. That's oh. all he's trying to do is, is divide this country. He wants a civil war. That man is a racist. You know he is. Let's he's say a Nazi. He's a white supremacist. Okay. And so... you're worried about some little kids making their little videos. Come on, man. Come on, man. You sound like Biden. I love when you say that. You sound like you're... Come on, man. Hey, listen. Uh, if you're so worried, what, what, if you're so worried about, about, about racism, then you ought to right now be talking about how we need to vote Donald Trump out of office. We need to vote Donald Trump out of the office. We need to get an independent. We don't need any Democrats. We don't need any Republicans. We need... We need straight up the independent party, the libertarian party to come up. I vote for John Stossel. That's right. My man with the mustache, John Stossel. How do you feel about John Stossel? Dude, you're not a libertarian. You're you're a right-wing neocon, dude. Uh, I don't understand. I, I, what makes I, you think I, that I'm a right-wing neocon? Y'all, y'all aren't, Can you turn y'all him up a bit? Libertarian. Well, but I am. The only, time, the only time I ever hear anything libertarian is when you said he, he that that uh, they 
is up getting high. I'm like, all right, you know, I know libertarians are down with weed. They don't think anyone should be locked up for weed. Okay, so I'm I down know, with I that, but like, I'm I'm, I'm not. not a libertarian. Hey, so what is a libertarian in your mind? Rob? Uh, what, I'm trying to think of, of, of the name of the guy that, that makes me just want to stick to... Uh, he ran for president, Rand Paul and Ron Paul. Ron Paul? And, uh, yeah, do you not and, like him? Yeah, Ron Paul was a libertarian. And that's all, he ever, that's all he ever ran around crying about how he was a libertarian. Crying? What was and he man, crying he, about? Because he's insane. So, insane. so libertarians are are insane. insane. You ought to quit buying that damn whatever that that permanent stuff he's putting in his hair. He looks like an idiot. Okay, uh, so Democrats are the superior party. Is that what I'm hearing from you? At this point, yes, I'm afraid so. Well, you know, they've got problems within the Democrat Party, right? Black vote history. What's that now? The Democrats have major problems as well. They are in bed with the far left. Now, we shouldn't be we we shouldn't be down for any apples and orange chick. Do your apple and orange chick. The only people that stand for anything that's good in this country today is Democrats. Okay, give me an example what they stand for. Uh, so far left. So are you? You're 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 disavowing the far left then? Uh, uh, the far left has a lot of good ideals. The, I mean, the far left are as American as you are, Mister Libertarian. Come on, man. I don't believe oh, they are. Oh, what they oh, want? Listen, is, hey, oh, uh, hey, Rob, to, give me a second oh, here. Give me a second. So, Rob, what yeah, they I want? They want more government. They want so much government. I, I, I just don't believe that you... I, see, you may be trying to trick me. You may be trolling me, but a hippie... Why would a hippie want more government? I just don't get this. Like, think about this. We had a government who went to the moon. Well, let me they, we had a government that went to the moon. Uh, let me finish here. We had a government that went to the moon. That was great. Greatest accomplishment, right? Uh, we had a, a, a Republican John F. Kennedy because, of course, the party switched at some point, and I think it happened around JFK or so. So a Republican, <laughs> we'll just play that logic. It happened after, it happened after JFK. Oh, it happened after. So uh, so was uh, I, we won't get into it. Yeah, the party switched. All right. Johnson. <laughs> Oh, it happened at Johnson, so he was actually the. <laughs> so that means. Uh, you know what? Look, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Johnson Carter was a Republican. Was Johnson was an asshole. He hated that he had a sign civil rights, but he knew he had to do it. But Johnson was a, a racist. So racist you're male. trying to say, okay, so you're trying to say Johnson was actually a Republican. So the Republicans were the ones who. <laughs> got civil the the civil liberties for uh, everybody back into place. That's good touting. No, no. See, no, that's the no, problem no, with this no, big no, switch no. bullshit you keep talking about. But let me get into no. this now. This is what I'm talking about: government. Now it took. Wait, wait, now, no, wait. You asked me a question, and I haven't got to answer it. Yet. I didn't ask you a question. You I'm trying to go into my. Government. I'm trying to go into my rant about how you want more government. I know, but let's, and I get, I get it's my show. Let me let me finish this up. It took a private company, SpaceX, to take it. manned people up to ISS. They're going to take us to Mars. They did this super fast, faster than the government can do it. Now, 
Why would you want the government to be bigger when you know that they're slower? You can't get your... Well, listen, the mail was so bad that we had independent companies come in and fucking dominate. They do better. Government is the worst thing ever. I mean, it's not the worst thing, but I'll tell you one thing. Government is so super slow. They, they, uh, they, they run with unions. Unions are terrible because they allow bad employees to stay employed. Now, as a hippie, why are you... I actually don't Lindsey think you're Graham. an actual hippie just the Lindsey way you're talking. Why didn't Lindsey Graham come out of the closet? Why didn't Lindsey Graham come out of the closet and just, just tell everybody he's gay? Why won't he do that? What well, makes you think he's gay? Have you have any evidence or is it just yeah. the way he talks? Because that would make you very homophobic to think someone's gay just based on the way they talk. No, but of course, that's all, how you would dude. think because you are a hateful dude, person. And, and You're not a hippie, Rob. Hey, Rob. Rob, I'm sorry to tell you, bro. You could be gay and you were totally no, I am so, I'm so it sorry to tell you, Rob. Everybody. You are not a hippie. You are not a hippie. You're a crony. You want big government to take in and tell you what to do. You want people that, that pretend to care. They say, oh, no, we no, want people to be, we want people to be free, but you want people that want to babysit you. You want babysitters no. in your life. That is fucking not hippie. You want the government to come in and tell you, oh, hey, we're, gonna, we're going to legalize weed, but when we get in office, they come in office, they don't do shit. Instead, they give you more red tape. Now, they I give you fucking them? bullshit. And that, I can't believe you now, You keep I thinking you're a hippie. Them? You're not a hippie, bro. You're a fucking crony. Now, I'm sorry. Now, can I say something? Well, maybe if you I stop interrupting me, I'll let hippie. you come in. I stopped the Vietnam War. I got rid of Richard. I'm the reason why everybody can look like they look like today. Bro, right? you sat at home. You're don't try stop pretending like you did anything with the war. Were you did were you drafted? Did you go to the war? No, you didn't. You were a hippie, long-haired guy that claims car, bullshit. Dude. Go ahead. I, I burn, 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 and I went to every march there was, and there were three or four down at the LBJ library. Yeah, that's I what stopped the war. People at home fucking shit. protesting it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what stopped the war, or rather I people actually I going there, risking their life. Party. Could you imagine that there's a grandpa out there your age that actually went and fought in Vietnam, and you're trying to say you have a, you are <laughs> that you are somebody that is to uh, be appreciated for for that fucking war? That's ridiculous. By the way, what uh, um, I, what I uh, what president was in office uh, when that happened? Was he Democrat? Oh, you talking about that piece of shit, Richard Nixon? Because mm. uh, Richard Nixon was that one seven in seventy two after he won in sixty eight. 
with his secret plan in the war. I got pardoned because of Richard Nixon. Everybody could come back to Canada, and anybody who burned their draft card or didn't register got pardoned So by, by Gerald Ford So because he pardoned Nixon so he wouldn't have to go to prison. It was like a trade-off. I got, I got a president's pardon. You got one? No, you ain't. And you don't know that. I'm telling you what, dude. Don't tell me I ain't no hippie. You're not. I'm a hippie. I am, so, I am such a super hippie. It's insane. But we're at a point where to get this country back in some kind of semblance of shape after the fucking Republicans have, quote, tried to drown the baby in the bathtub. How do? How are they doing any of this, dude? How is any? Blood. How has any Republican stopped you from doing exactly what you want to do in life? Tell me. Like, how is your democracy well, I, in, in trouble here? It's because you uh, listen well, to fucking left-wing bullshit that just, that fucking drowns your brain with insanity. You got, you got, you got Bill Barr. Look at that hunk of shit. How is he a hunk of shit? First of all, I'm, I, dude, I was going to talk all day, all, all this episode about that fucking hearing. By the way, I thought this was a hearing to listen to him. Instead, this was grandstanding by your fucking homeboys at the fucking Democrat Party that asked him a question. You mean all the truth? No, uh, they were asking him stupid you know questions, and then they were going, hey, hey, listen, I reclaim my time, Rob. I re- I'm reclaiming my time, all right? I'm reclaiming my time here. Listen, now... That's what was going on at this stupid hearing. I watched it, and I think it's so dumb that all they do is they think that he's working hand-in-hand with Donald Trump when he said he didn't think fucking uh, we shouldn't, we should, uh, we should uh, fucking arrest Roger Stone or whatever. He wasn't in part, he wasn't any part of pardoning Roger Stone. Michael Flynn didn't do anything wrong, and actually, matter of fact, this whole Russia bullshit... And You're his lying. investigation You're on lying. how we're Bob even investigating Bob on Russia in the first place revealed some Bob really weird Bob stuff about your boy Obama spying on Donald Trump, like spying on American citizens. Are you okay Obama with that? Boy. That's, that's President Obama. That's not a boy, Obama. Your boy is what Obama, I said. Excuse man. me. Your boy. Because he's not my boy. We just got through the first thing you were trying to show was trying to get people amped up on red. Racism, but the first thing you that came to your mind when you said that reminds me. Hey, do you Obama use do you white. use uh, any gifs or emojis or anything like that? Like when you no, text hell people? No, come on, man, I'm way too old for that crap. Yeah, you're too old. That's uh, that's know? the bottom line. Uh, you pretend to be a hippie. You're you're really not a hippie. Any hippie that I well, know good. is an independent. I'm glad you think that. Well, dude, I'm it's glad true. You think that. I'm glad you think that I'm, I'm uh, not a libertarian. That. When I am a libertarian, so maybe we're both right here. I hope Jimmy's listening because Jimmy, look, man, dude, yeah, I listening. know you agree with one hundred percent with everything I say, dude. We missed the fuck out of you, man. Get your get your beard up there. Y'all need to keep competing in, in beard contests. And <laughs> uh, you I know, they have beard I, contests right now going on. They're they're all online. I think it's sort of weird that they're doing it online, but uh, it can still I've work. Seen them, dude. That dude from Austin's won a couple times. What dude from Austin? Or whatever. <laughs> you know, I've won several of Austin. those things. There's some dude from Austin that's got a handlebar mustache that I've seen, like in not you know not little documentaries, but little five minute news pieces that they they won like first place with the handlebar. You know, and I was just like going, "Oh my god, I'm a time of day." 
That's kind of narcissistic. I mean, you look like you, you don't look like you. You just look like you let it grow, you know. I, I'm letting my beard grow, but uh, I was always a mustache guy, so I was always styling my mustache up real nice and some beautiful imperial handlebars if I could. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did you, you hear about this uh, Trump supporter that was gunned down in a drive-by shooting in Milwaukee? Did you hear about the Trump supporter that acted like a doctor yesterday and said women have gynecological problems because of demons and monsters? Oh, you're to, oh dude, I was totally going to talk about that. No, yeah, I did hear about that. Um, I heard about these doctors, right, ones that didn't lie to us intentionally, right, to lie about masks just to save masks for people that are frontline workers, right, and then uh, gaslight us in a way, telling us, no, I did. I said that because we were, you know, we had a shortest of mask. But of course, he did lie to us intentionally to do that. Why would you trust? And now he's probably a great doctor. Don't get me wrong. But why would you believe someone who intentionally lied to you, lied to the American public over masks when just a month later he said, "Go ahead and wear a fabric mask." Why would he go on television and tell us masks don't work? They just make people feel better. It may block a couple droplets, but it just makes people feel better. Why are you uh, still, you know, touting? And we're going to keep using that word today, Doctor Faucho Marx. Doctor Faucho is great. That's the man. Dude. That is the dude. That, he that gaslighted us. Rob, what don't you understand about this? He went on national television, told us masks don't work. And then he goes, well, I only said that because we had a shortage of masks. What part of that don't that doesn't upset you? Like, I love Fauci. I think he's a what? great what? scientist. But why would a scientist intentionally lie to us for why do you always try to obscure the 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 trees for the forest? I don't understand this. You like, there's these doctors this, that come man. out. One of them talks about alien sperm, and she's a minister, right? That's one of them. But there was like six or seven of them that come out and say hydroxychloroquine is fucking working for us. But they get censored because, guess what? The president fucking touted it. He goes, "Yeah, I think it's a good idea." But because he fucking said that, we can't fucking use this drug all of a sudden to try to treat this? And then well, fucking CNN gaslights us by fucking saying, oh, Trump touts this fucking drug. It's bullshit. Then they put out a fucking article that says, well, you know, this study says actually it did work. And then they don't even mention Trump in that fucking article. Unbelievable that we can't fucking see. Why don't you show us how great the president is? And and before this has, next hey, listen, week, hey, Rob, shh, shh, shh. this has this has nothing to do with Trump. This has something to do no, with right. science, motherfucker. This has something to do with science. We have a scientist Are that openly to lied to us, and then there's the people that have scientists. worked in the front lines, actually work with patients. Don't just sit behind a fucking desk and sit in front of fucking TV cameras and tell us to our fucking face that he lied to us, and he doesn't even mention, hey, oh yeah. I I did lie to you, but I had to do it. He gaslights us by saying, I only said that because the science changed. Like, that's fucking bullshit. So, anyways, that's that, that's that's Fauci anyway, in a fucking we're, we're not nutshell. We're going to see face to face on. 
We got. I guess tonight, let's just try to like just let it go. No, you know, I can't, uh, I've let it go with you a long time ago, man. I love you, but listen, if you're if you're okay with people lying, like listen, you're not okay with Trump lying to you, but you're okay with a scientist lying to you intentionally. I, I just don't. I just don't get where your line is, man. Because I can get that Trump lies, right? I totally get it. But was it? Wait, was it those sixty doctors? Fake doctors in the coach that Oh, fake doctors, board certified doctors, right? Oh, have you noticed? Have you noticed how uncomfortable Fauci is? Donald Trump will fire his goddamn mother. But look, he he knows good and damn well he fires. Hey, what about those doctors? Are are quacks? Like, what about those doctors? See, this is what I was going to get into in the show today because. It's interesting how you think that just because these doctors, I bet you you would totally be for these doctors if Trump never said the words hydroxychloroquine. It's such a fucking telling thing that just because Trump says something means we need to do the opposite. Look, I'm not a big fan of Trump. I'm more of a fan of the policies. The guy's a fucking brain-dead fucking idiot at times. I can agree with you on that. But when somebody lies, did he hang up? David's calling. You need to. Uh, let's okay. No, hey, I'm, we gotta I'm go. Hang up, up on him. I'm just, hey, I'm just, hey, bye, Rob. Hey, David, okay, my man. You got it. Take it easy, brother. Take it easy. David, holy Hispanic, you're on the air. You're on the chop. You're on the chop. Hey. hey, what's up, Chapete? Sorry that you're not here. Is Rob calling back? Bro, huh? No, sorry. We had to hang up on Rob because. Listen, like we were talking about how Fauci lied to us last week, right? Remember how he fucking straight up yeah. told us that masks don't work, right? It, it just makes people feel better. And then months later, he uh-huh. says, "Hey, man, uh, you know, I, I said that because, uh, listen, I, I we had a shortage of masks, but he intentionally lied to us. Like, why, why, why not? I just don't get why he would believe somebody." That lies to us and intentionally lied to us, and then still like hate on Trump, who lies to us. Like, what do you have to say about that? Well, I think I think it's dumb when when anybody takes a man's word as truth who has not been questioned by other people. I think the way you know they did the same thing with uh, with Robert Mueller. You know what I mean? Like when they thought that they, that he was on his side, it was like, oh, Mueller's the best. But then after. He didn't do shit for them. They hated me. You know what I mean? Fucking right. You're absolutely right. And I bet you if we listen to... uh, I was actually thinking about listening to uh, last year's episode, uh, you know, episode that happened around this time, to hear what I was saying because I think Rob's been listening to us that long. But yeah, there was a man named Mueller who is a Republican who was investigating Trump, who found nothing, but they didn't know that at the time, but they were touting him. They were loving him because, oh, this guy's going to love us, uh, save us uh, from Trump. Meanwhile, yeah, he, like, oh, he, he, he has the balls to go against Trump. He's going to be the one who's going to expose him for all his corruption. It's unbelievable. And then, and then he finds nothing. When was the last time you heard of Robert Mueller after that fucking uh, after that uh, report came out? Nobody's touting that fucking well, man, guy you're anymore. About, you're, about to, you're, you're about to hear about him soon, man, because there's so much people that are going to be coming out with the Durham report and all that other stuff, and he's going to show a lot of the collusion that's been going on, and it has never been on Trump's side. It's always been on the DNC, on Obama, on Clinton. They've been working this with Russia, and they've been trying to get Trump for it when they are the ones who are doing it. Fucking goddamn right. When, God, I yeah, love this caller. They, it's funny because when, I was gonna say no, but it's funny because when they when they do the corruption, it's okay. 
You know what I mean? When they're tapping into the wires, into the phones and all that, oh, yeah, we're just doing it because we're trying to protect you. You know what I mean? It's just so weird how they, like, thwart their perception of right and wrong because it suits them. Yeah. It's so weird how they ignore their own side. And, like, that's why I think that Rob is not a hippie. Because hippies, I believe, are libertarians, yeah. right? But he's not a fucking libertarian. He's not a hippie. He's a crony Democrat. But, yeah, they, they're, they're all for their side. And, like, their side does no wrong. They treat them like gods. They're idols. Yeah, absolutely right, my friend. Hey, man, I feel like you know. I feel like we should we should do a podcast together sometime. Yeah, I think you should uh, do a podcast. How's Denver going on, man? <laughs> Bro, Denver is so great, man. I've just been working the entire time, but tomorrow we're gonna take the day off. So we're gonna go explore and you know go check the sites and go have some fun, man. So I'll make sure to bring you guys some souvenirs. Cool, man. Yeah, I love shot glasses and uh, fat joints. <laughs> <laughs> As I thought you did, my friend. Well, I'm excited to try your wares next week on the show, man. But uh, did you watch any of this uh, Bill Barr fucking uh, hearing where they actually wasn't? No, you didn't man. even hear I much mean, of them. It was always I reclaim my fucking time back, which, from what I understand, yeah, I, reclaiming I, I, your time I mean, means I that mean, you mean. lent your time over to another Congress person. And you wanted to get your your time back. That doesn't happen with witnesses that you can't you brought in so that you can hear them. They just were up there grandstanding a bunch of bullshit for six hours straight. Well, it's pretty much what they did with Brett Kavanaugh. You know what I mean? It was like totally. they were either trying to get him gotcha questions or they were just trying to like ask him questions, but then interrupt him when he was even trying to answer. What I mean, it? I didn't get to watch it, but I'm going to assume that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we. I didn't watch all, uh, I think it was six hours of it. Like, who watches all that? Like, I guess the people that don't have jobs that are out there fucking uh, rioting, because uh, they're mostly peaceful rioters out there, I'm sure. But yeah, when you don't have a yeah. job and you're forced to stay at home because, you know, your government says you need to stay at home and uh, fucking wear a mask while you're in your own cubicle hanging out doing uh, your own business. I'm just, I'm getting so sick of these fucking rules that are coming out from Democrat cities who, you know, dude, I was just like, I was looking for stuff to talk about today and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start mm. looking at videos, you know, cause I used to love watching videos and then the videos of uh, public freakouts where I always like look for stuff. It's like tons and tons of people standing shoulder to shoulder in like Portland, Seattle. Mm. Like I thought that, you're that you shouldn't do that. Like we hated on people that mm -hmm. were talking about, you know, the actual peaceful protest about lockdowns and everything, which they were fucking calling See, dangerous. And, and then, Meanwhile, we have these people out there then, throwing fucking fireworks at federal marshals standing to protect well, fucking the, federal buildings. And the, and the, and you know this about me, man. Like the thing where I get frustrated is like, yo, you're not even letting church go on. You know what I mean? And we have the constitutional right to gather. You know, as 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 a religion, right? We have the constitution to peacefully right assemble. To What's right? more peacefully exactly. assembly like a fucking and church? Like that is exactly. I just don't understand and why. That, and that's where the frustration comes from. Yeah, I know that's your your frustration, especially when it comes to like I don't, I don't have any problem with religion. There's a dude at work comes from a religious background and totally turned into this like quote unquote satanist. I'm like, really. This guy's yeah, a yeah. Satanist? I know who you're talking about. Like, are you fucking joking me? So you come from a background where you're like, oh, I don't believe in God at all, and I think it, the, the fucking Christians are bullshit. 
now you worship Satan? I just don't fucking get mm-hmm. these people. They do these things as a goddamn fucking trend, and they think it's the cool yep. thing to be Satanist. Hail Satan. Like, and you know, matter of fact, I hear Hail Satan so much more at work. I mean, I haven't heard it in a while because I think they had to crack down on that because we can't be saying religious <laughs> shit. You can't go like, you can't say, yep. oh, I love God at work or whatever. But people are like, oh, uh, fucking mm-hmm. Hail Satan and shit. Like, people are uncomfortable with that. People are uncomfortable with God. People oh, are uncomfortable with Satan. Fucking leave it out of work. Meanwhile, my boss wears a fucking Beto shirt to work. And I'm like, what happens if I wear a fucking cruise shirt to work? Yep. Like, I'll get ostracized oh, for it. Bro. But you can wear a fucking Beto shirt. A hey, fucking man. God damn it. This is bullshit well, the world know, we live in. Do, do you remember... Do you... You remember back in the day, man, when you could even say Merry Christmas if you were getting sent. Oh, that. fucking Happy Holidays, man! Fucking yeah, Happy Holidays. Exactly. Hey, so, did you hear? Uh, uh, this is coming from Neil Anderson, our homeboy on Facebook, saying, "Did you uh, talk yes, about the whole Garrett Foster thing?" Now, that's the protester that had a AK forty-seven. Oh, that yeah. uh, you know how they do these protesters when cars are trying to get through the road and they're blocking the road. Fucking protesters crowd the car. And then this guy happens to have a fucking AK-47 style rifle. Well, um, no, and, and, it, and it's funny because it, when when you read, you know, and I've read multiple articles on it, and it's funny when you read the, the leftist articles, they always say so-and-so had an AK-47, and then it's, it's always followed by, which is totally legal, or he, you know, and he was known to have it around. Like, they always try to make it seem like it's a, a oh, it's, it's not a bad thing, but if it was a, somebody on the right, it'd be like, he had an AK-47 and make it look super dangerous. You know what I mean? It just shows how the media twists things. Absolutely. For him, an AK-47 yes. is okay. You yeah, so I mean? weird. Yeah. And, you know, good. Uh, I, I don't wish any ill will on this gentleman. I have no idea what mm-hmm. exactly happened there, except for what we're told. The shooter that shot the guy is released. So basically uh, the cops probably deemed it as a stand your ground thing because obviously video after video, we see these protesters attacking cars and then they fucking mow them down because God damn it. Did you you hear, did you hear that uh, he he ended up calling the cops? So, so what happens is, you know, this whole group of like, of like, you know, protesters, peaceful protesters, let it be said, um, mostly peaceful at the car. Yeah, and then they're going out the car, and they started like getting real rowdy. So, so the driver took his gun out. Um, or, or no, no, he didn't take his gun out at that time. The other guy was with the crowd, and he had his AK-47. He pointed at the car, and that's when the guy felt threatened and took his gun out and shot him. And then he ended up leaving the scene because they started beating the car. And after he left the scene, he calls the cops and tells the cops, "Hey, this is what happened. I shot somebody. I don't know they're dead. And my wife felt threatened." So the the fact that even the shooter calls the cops. And says, "Hey guys, this is what happened. Let you know that it wasn't somebody who was being malicious. It was somebody who was fearing for his life." And yet, our hard hat here gets in an altercation with somebody, and well, I don't want to reveal too much, but he couldn't stand his own ground, or at least uh, claim that, and he has to get on probation for some time. What? <laughs> A lot of people don't know about that, and I don't want to try to uh, reveal wow. too much about our boy here. But uh, I don't think he's got uh, too big of a reaction for stand your ground stuff. Do you, uh, hard hat? Mm. Do I what now? That uh, your stance on stand your ground, knowing uh, your backstory a bit on it. Oh, I mean, I think we've talked about it on the show before. Yeah, I mean a little bit, and yeah, we don't have to go all into that. But yeah, I mean, no, I'm I'm all for it. Just in my case, there were th- there's no video of it. 
Like it was his word against mm-hmm. mine. Who yeah, so I believe? guess there was enough evidence on his side. So that tells a lot too. There was enough evidence to show that there, this guy in his car was being threatened to the point where he had to stand his own ground. And yeah, uh, that whole thing is on video. Like, I, I watched yep, whatever exactly. was on video, and I didn't see like anything, but I heard shooting is what I heard. And uh, Neil says, you have the same yeah. right to protect yourself in your car just like your home. I, it's absolutely fucking true. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, well, not only that, I, I, feel like, I feel like with everything that's going on right now, just like that woman who took her, her gun out and pointed at the, at the black boy that was like, through the least her car and she ended up having to take her gun out. Like, right now, we're in such a high like a tension society, you know, within our society, we have such a high tension that, you know, no matter what, like, even if it is a peaceful protest, like, you know, it's still scary. You know what I mean? Especially at a place in Austin, Austin is such like a chill place. Like that just seems outside of the norm. You know what I mean? And so anybody in the rightful mind would be afraid if somebody walked up to your car with an AK-47, you know? Dude. Okay. So sorry to divert this. I was reading, I go through Facebook. I don't really comment on anything anymore because I just like watching and looking at the, the, the freaks that go on my timeline. There's a guy that goes, I bought a bunch of stickers and t-shirts that say black lives matter trademark. And he goes, I have no problem wearing my black lives matter t-shirt brings up good discussion. He goes, but I would never put a black lives matter sticker on my car because we still have racists that live in Austin that will break my window or something to that, to that effect. Like, okay, let me, let's, let's do a fucking experiment. I just, I was like, dude, yeah, I get it. You're so fucking stupid that you think that putting a BLM sticker on your car is going to make it so that you're going to come there with a flat fucking tire or something. Imagine, just imagine if you put a fucking Trump pen sticker on your car. Do you think you're going to get your... Oh, you, <laughs> come on, you park it downtown and you have a no. Trump pen sticker versus a BLM and not, sticker. And not only that, just imagine. Not only that, if 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 you, if if you if you had a Trump sticker on your car and something happened to your car and you told somebody about it who was on the left, they would say, "Oh, well, you're asking for it." You oh my I mean? god, like, that would be their dude. Excuse. Jimmy like, used to course. do that all the time. He goes, "You wear that fucking Trump hat. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing." It's like exactly that's the same argument people would go, "Oh, you got raped. Well, you wore that short skirt. You knew what you were doing, right?" That's the same fucking argument, but they go, oh, no, it's uh, Robert go, apples and oranges, apples and oranges. Like, dude, no, it's not fucking apples and oranges, you fucking old coot. You don't fucking know what you're talking about. It's the same exact argument. You know what you're doing. And yes, when a chick wears a low-cut shirt and a high skirt, oh, I guess you know what you're doing when you wear that fucking shirt. No, it's not the fuck. It, It is the same fucking thing when you say, well, when you wear that fucking hat, you know, it evokes some emotions from people. Yeah. What do you think about short skirts? You know, people are going to, it's going to evoke sexuality and some guy's going to want to fuck the shit out of you, man. But no, it's, it's a different <laughs> argument. Apples and oranges. Uh, okay, guys. My wife just told me that I got it. We were going to get going. But I want to say and next week, I do want to spend some time on Epstein and Maxwell. I do want to let that be known. Anybody who's listening, I, I'm going to come with a lot of a lot of dirt next week. Oh, I'll so tell you what. Come up. Uh, why don't you? Uh, we'll we'll let you have the reins for next week, and uh, you uh, write some good stuff Let's and have pull some links, and we'll uh, we'll give it to you, bro. Let's do it, man. All right, I'll see y'all next week. That's right. 
Uh, let's read some comments here. Uh, we've got Neil Anderson. My man, he said, uh, uh, you need to ease off that beer, mister. This is my second beer, bro. Okay, take it easy. I'm just fired up. You know, my boy David, the holy Hispanic, he gets me, man. And it, he doesn't accuse me of bullshit like, oh, you're not a you're not a fucking libertarian. You're a Republican. Like, bro, it, it's so insulting that like when that's why I try to pull that bullshit on Rob. Like, I'm like, you're not a fucking Democrat. You're a hippie. Hippies are fucking this and that. Like, it, it, it's just silly. Do we have another call? No, no. I think it's so funny. So. I I think we should get into uh, some uh, meat. I love that we're we're getting a lot of uh, um, a lot of callers, or at least uh, the good callers here. I'm sorry we had to hang up on you, Rob. Uh, we just wanted to make sure we get to some good callers. Sorry, <laughs> that's right. Um, let's get to this black supporter because I asked him about, it and he's all like, "Oh yeah, fucking diversion. Oh yeah, diversion. No, 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 not today, Mister. This is my show now." There was a, a terrible thing that happened. A black Trump supporter, 60 years old. This is from Daily Mail. Because uh, I guess we have to get our fucking news from overseas to get proper fucking news. And, of course, I'm not going to try to do a bunch of fucking Breitbart's or fucking uh, uh, Fox News to get my point across here. But black Trump supporter, 60 years old, is shot dead in Milwaukee. Detectives are investigating a, quote, political motive after beloved community activist was gunned down by a drive-by. Detectives are investigating whether a black Donald Trump supporter was shot and killed in Milwaukee over his politics. Let me guess what happened there. Was it politics? Was it a color of his skin? Was it because he's an old man? I'm going to go with fucking politics because this guy may have been a loon, but he would stand on the fucking corner, on the street corner, on a street with signs that say, vote Trump, okay? Burnell fucking Trammell, and that's not his middle name, he was gunned down in a drive-by shooting on Thursday at 12.30 p.m. in the neighborhood where he was known for his signs that said, vote Trump 2020, and recited Bible verses. Oh, maybe it could have been uh, his love for God. I mean, that could be just as bad. He was found dead in front of his business where he sold his expressions journal and had handmade place cards backing a range of motions that uh, included Black Lives Matter in the window. A memorial with flowers and candles has now been set up on the sidewalk as police look into what happened. Here's what I wanted to get with on this. If you take his name, Burnell Trammell, and then put that into Google, type CNN... And I want you to go ahead and try to do that for me, buddy. Just go ahead and copy and paste his name. Put that into Google and put CNN. Guess who did not report this? I thought this was a place that Black Lives Matter. Why are we not seeing things about Black Lives? Because Black Lives Matter trademark is not about Black Lives Matters. They just don't care about other Black Lives Fucking Bill Barr on his fucking hearing thing is like, listen, blacks are dying 90% by other blacks by shooting. But why isn't Black Lives Matter talking about that? They seem to only care about the fucking nine unarmed black people that died last year by the hands of cops. Nine fucking people. By the way, I think it was like 20 white unarmed people that died. But just because it wasn't proportional unbelievable why do we have this kind of bullshit like just bombarding us i love black people i've always loved black. i've never thought 
someone black was inferior. I think that they need to stop saying the goddamn N-word because they don't like other people saying the N-word, but I can say the N-word. That is, in fact, inherently racist. Affirmative action is inherently racist. But no, it's not because it's trying to uh, solve an injustice. You can't solve injustice with more injustice. I don't understand this fucking logic. But look at this. Burnell Tramble, CNN. No CNN. Keep scrolling. No CNN. Newsweek. Let's see. No CNN. Uh, Twitter. Flipboard. I don't even see MSNBC on here. YouTube. No left-wing articles on this. Look at this. WAPO. New York Times. All silent about it. Why? Why? I bet you if this guy was standing on the corner going, vote Biden because you ain't black unless you vote for Biden, this would be all over and Fox News wouldn't say a thing. You know, that reminds me too, because we had that Sandman thing going on. That Sandman, you guys remember Nick Sandman? We talked about it on the show like a year and a half ago. This kid wearing a MAGA hat. You know what happens when you wear a MAGA hat. You know it's going to happen to you. This kid was standing the steps in Washington. Some steps, I can't remember. I think it's Lincoln Memorial. This toothless fucking uh, stolen Valor vet comes up to him and it's like, hi, 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 fucking hitting his fucking drum. The fake news takes a picture of that and it gets spilled everywhere saying, look at this guy. What a punchable face. I've never seen a more punchable face just because a kid was standing there smirking, smiling at a Native American that was beating a drum in his face, you know, all you do is like look for a little context, but no, new uh, left wing media comes out and says all this fucking bullshit, and then guess what? the The boy's gonna get a fat fucking payday. Wapo, which is Jeff Bezos's uh, fucking sole proprietor of the Washington Post, had to pay like what was it, a quarter of a billion dollars to this kid. Now I don't think he's gonna get all that money. He's got a team of lawyers that probably get that money, but. We're not forgetting CNN settled as well for like 275k. This kid's going to make a million dollars straight up just because you could not fucking context your fucking bullshit. Uh, let's read some uh, let's read some uh, some comments. We got Arlen Hall saying, "You are not seeing the point. You look online too much. Ha ha, read books." Uh, okay, how about a little context in that? Don't think about the past or present. Think about the algorithm of the future without people speaking up. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Good point, I guess. Uh, read books. Like, I read books. Uh, books are online. And uh, <laughs> you look online too much. Haha, <laughs> read books. You can exclusively read books online nowadays. I don't get this part where, like, you're going to find everything that's current and telling you about politics today through books. And by the way, there are books out there. Uh, fucking Donald Trump Jr. just put a book out. Should I read that book? No, not that book. You're going to try to censor me and try to tell me a uh, fucking... Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm black from 84 and up... Uh, sorry, I can't read that here. It says, I'm black from 84 and up no one cares what happens. I've tried executive jobs for my education denied for my skin color. It's deeper than that. Arlen, let me ask you a question. You're probably dumb and don't have any education. It's probably why you didn't get that job. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry if I'm saying that. Do you think somebody looked at you and went, 
oh, you're black. I'm not going to hire you. I just don't believe that, bro. Let's say that you have the same education, the same everything as a white guy. You guys are both standing there looking at, for this job. And this guy goes, oh, hey, you went to Harvard looking good, looking good. Oh, you went to Harvard looking good, looking good. You got a lot of experience looking good, looking good. You also went to, you had a lot of experience looking good. Looks up at you and goes, oh, but you're black. And I'm going to rip that up. Tell me exactly what happened there and we'll figure out what their books are hardly altered. Arlen, I don't know who you are. I think you're a good guy. I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about you. You got a white wolf on there. I don't know why it's not a black wolf if you're a black guy. Maybe appropriating uh, our white wolf culture or something. I'm not sure. I'm just being... Now I'm, now I'm being divisive on purpose. I'm fired up a bit. But Arlo, give us a call, man. I'd like to speak to you in person and maybe we could uh, find some common ground. Our number is 830 the number's right down there. This is not a good format for me to try to argue or try to communicate with you, to converse with you, unless you give us a call. This is live right now. But I just, I have a hard time believing, dude, that you having all this education, all this everything, that you would be not considered for a job based on your the skin of your, the, the color of your skin. Now, I used to think, okay, my name's Carlos. Uh, you know, some people probably see that on the fucking, on the, on the application and they go, well, okay, well, we don't want no dirty fucking Mexican on there. You know, that's offensive. But I really just don't think that's ever happened to me. You know, I have, I don't have a very good resume. I've been a bartender for a long time. I've had a lot of retail experience. Um, and the thing is, I think when it all comes down to is the interview. Maybe you just bomb the interview. Maybe you just have a shitty personality, man. Like, that's what it comes down to. We can't just uh, consider someone based on their skin color. It's like, I'm hearing that all the time now. Oh, we need to have diversity. We pick people just because we need diversity in this fucking place. That's ridiculous, dude. Like, why can't we pick people based on merits? Like, it should be a meritocracy. A lot like fucking basketball. Why isn't basketball or football racist? Because it's mostly black people. Because it's meritocracy. Black people just seem to be better at sports than other people. Is that racist? I don't think so. Let's see. Uh, Arlen says, In Fairfax, Virginia, in 2013, I submitted my resume from Cal State University experience on Linux Administration Certificate and Philosophy... A psychology bachelor's degree. I can't. I gotta see more here. Listen, man, I can't read your thing right now. It's it's not popping up for me. Oh, there it is. Uh, in Fairfax, Virginia, you must be Jimmy's friend. In 2013, I submitted my resume from Cal State University experience on Linux administration Cer certificate, psychology bachelor's degree for physician. I got a phone call, leaving a message on my service saying that please give us a call back for a company I was trying to sign up for. They didn't hang up on the phone and said that his voice sounds black. He was <laughs> on a two way. So stop sounding black. I don't get it, man. Like, uh, you, okay. That's, that's stupid of me. I, if, if this is true, then you've experienced racism and I'm sorry for you, man. I'm really sorry. Now, they didn't hang up the phone and said that his voicemail sounds black and he was on a two-way call with the other person and yeah, make sure we don't hire him. 
Like, come on. Okay. First of all, if this was on your voicemail, I would save this and I would play this for everybody. The only reason why I'm saying this is because people are looking at the present right now and acting on the present by using the past without finding any information uh, or detail on the content. God damn it. I got to press the see more thing. All right. Do too long. Didn't read. Okay. T-D-L-R or T-L-D-R is the proper thing. Call me, bro. I'm right here. Call me. I'm not going to read any more of your fucking essays on fucking on my shit, okay? It's just, I'm sorry if you've experienced racism. Listen, I'm not saying there isn't racism in the world, man. I'm just not saying that. It's just, just, it's not prevalent. It's not everywhere in the world. And I'm sure that if you didn't have your fucking black sounding voice, now it's not a bad thing if you do, but if that's the case, why don't you adapt or something? Like if you think that that's the that's what's not keeping you a job then adapt to it and then make them change their mind when they when they meet you and you're a fucking well-spoken person i think basically they don't think that that's a racist thing it's a classism thing people that talk like that are lower class they just and that's the one thing that that side is all about right now they're all about classism oh you didn't go to school you didn't graduate you're not a doctor like it's classism so i don't understand this whole bullshit when it, it, I mean, your your case, it may be racism, but you asked me to explain. Yeah, I know I asked you to explain. I asked you ex- to call me as well. So don't laugh in my face with your ha 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 with an H at the end. Like, listen, man, I know you're 100% honest. I, I don't doubt your validity. I, I really don't, man. But you can call me right now and we'll wait for you. We'll actually wait for you. Um, is your name Tyrone? Arlen Hall. I mean, you sound... It, doesn't sound like you have a very low class name or or middle class name. It doesn't sound like it's a fucking Deshante Hall or something, right? Like, like matter of fact, you and I share a pretty close first name. Uh, matter of fact, if you put a C before your name and an S at the end of your name, it's uh, pretty much Carlos Hall. You know, like I don't. I, I what I really want right now is you to call so that I can hear your voice. Let's hear it. Someone's calling. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Is this Arlen? Hey, hello. Hey, how's it going? You're on the air. Hey, what's up, man? I'm what's sorry. your name? I'm, I'm Arlon. Arlon. Arlon Hall. Hey, man, how's Actually it going? Known as Dominic Hall. Sorry about that. Good, good. Pleasure so, to hear um, from you. Well, I, sorry, I, I didn't to... want to read your stuff. It's just too long. No, 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 dude. I totally understand. Uh, this is the funny part about me. I just want to say this because I don't want to consume too much of your time. Uh, just put my one year to sleep and then we text it. Um, I grew up in California. Okay. Uh, Long Beach, preferably. Been there forever until I left, and now I'm in the South, which is great. I love the South. But getting to the the point of the subject, um, I mean, I, personally, I never stereotype anybody because I don't know how hard it is for somebody. It can be hard as heck, or it can be not as hard. I don't care. It's not not my business. But when it comes to the, the expectancy of other people, kind of like when you judge somebody when they first come to an interview, and you dress up nicely or you dress kind of slacky. You know, I mean, I understand that because that's a professionalism of life. But entering into the jobs that I went into or tried to go into, because I'm a technician, um, prefer them. I just do computers. I do drones now. I run my own business. So I'm, I'm doing well. Right on. Uh, and I deal with everybody. I speak four languages. Everybody loves me. I talk to They're awesome. But beforehand, before when I was younger and I went through that, it was, it was messed up. I didn't take it too much to heart where it defeated me as a person. The problem is with black people, and I got to say this personally because I'm a black person, and I don't care what black people say to me, is that a lot of them 
that has grown in these societies in these areas are really freaking ignorant. And I mean, I went from New York to California back in the day when Big and Tupac died, I was still a kid. And going from New York, saying sun all the time to California, saying dude, because I started to surf a lot. And I, I just <laughs> love the environment. Yeah, no you know, I met a lot of people, man. I mean, I had I had Caucasian friends, which I don't know if they're mixed or not. They were just Caucasians with the way they look. And I know that pigmentation personally means nothing because I learned that. I love Bill Nye, the science guy. He taught me about climate change over time. I mean, we're all brothers and sisters. That's right. But I mean, just, you know, from going back and forth, this, the logic that I personally, personally means that I have is not better or worse than anybody else. But at the same time, I have a commonality in my logic. And that's the thing that I can never see out of saying, are you with the black people? Are you with the white? No, I'm not with anybody. Let me fuck alone. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. I know you're alive. But just leave me alone. I'm not with anybody. Because I'm, I'm with the people that, that if you're going to do something for me, I'll do something for you. We're even. We're balanced. That's it. And when something goes wrong, I take care of it with you. I'm not going to blame everybody else. You know, and that's how things work. When you go away from that, like when George Floyd, Floyd um, died, and, you know, that was heinous, obviously. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the family definitely needs to deal with that. The outrage is understandable. But at the same time, like Portland, I love what they're doing, but if you really want to do something, and I posted a couple of times, I run a crime watch group that I don't get paid for. I love it. And I run a missing kids group. And nobody points at me like, this black guy, he's running a missing kids group and a crime watch group in his area? Oh, my God. I don't care. I'm not looking for that. I just do it because it's in my heart. If somebody was missing and I had enough gas, guess what, bro? I'm going to go look for you. I don't care if you're a kid or adult, whatever. If you're innocent, I will give my life to you, even though I have a one-year-old and a five-year-old. But you know why? It's because I'm me. I'm not a color. I'm just me. And that's the thing that a lot of people are missing, okay? That's the thing that a lot of people are missing. When it gets to the politics, when it gets to everything else, when it gets to the crimes and things happening, yes, as people together, we need to work together to say, hey, we're paying the government for you guys to take care of us. Our taxes are paying you to take care of us. We might have negative and positive views, but we're looking for somebody in the middle to help see this. Ultimate judge of the United States. Absolutely. We're going to get solved. You know, when it gets all the other. Are you still there? Nope, we lost. lost. All right, here's another call. Oh, I guess we lost that car. Uh, please call back if you uh, if you miss us. Hey, caller, on you're hold. on the air. I'm on the air. You're on the air. Wow. Oh no, I'm just calling to see what program this is. This is Emergency Exit Podcast. This is a live podcast on Channel 10, Austin, Texas. Are you watching us from Channel 10? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. I was just flipping channels and I came across it and I just, well, it's like the way you just tell, oh, I was going to say what the truth is, but uh, you're just real honest. Uh, well, we we're, our lines are just lighting up today. Let's get back to Arlen because I, I liked him, Arlon. Arlon, Ar- Arlon, sorry we lost you, man. How are you? Uh, give us, keep talking. Yeah, I apologize. No, my face is just, I hate that. It always does that. I'm going to be talking to somebody. They'll be like, you want a million dollars? I'll be like, oh, and I hit the mute button uh, with my face. And I'll pop <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't your fault. I, I, we had we had another caller come in. We we really don't have ways of uh, putting people in the lines or whatever. Yeah, I'll be, I want to be courteous to somebody else as well. But the main thing I'm saying is that 
we all we all learn everything in different ways. And I'm not going to say boring stuff that people are like, I know this, man, get this. But I'm going to just say it like this. Say it like it's real bluntly, okay? We all learn in our own ways, which is understandable. But no matter what, from a child to adult, we still have to have a balance in our mind in order to choose left or right, which door is open, which door is closed. Yes. Simple as that. When we have people in front of us choosing the decisions for us, we have to make sure we still have that Achilles heel. We have to make sure we still have that peace where we can say, hey, you guys need to slow down up there. We're giving you money. We're giving you taxes. We're giving you beautiful houses, everything you want. But we need you to be even. So don't choose sides for us, please, because we're going to do that as people. That's natural. That's nature. That's like Lion King. Lion King. You know, I know it's a cartoon, but did, did, did Mustafa choose sides? No, no. He was the king of the jungle. Everybody's like, hey, man, he's cool. He ain't going to eat us. be cool. You know, everybody else. You know, they're going to happen where it happens in nature. But with Mustafa being over everything, I think I'm saying the right name, um, that's M- not M- how he Mufasa. Mufasa, yeah. That's not <laughs> how he looked at somebody else in the jungle. You know, prevalent, strong. So, and this is not talking about any political thing. This is just talking about natural life of thought process for everybody else. I understand the Black Lives Matter movement. I hate the media for what they're doing because they're saying, well, Black Lives Matter did this. But then I'm looking at it like, isn't it an organization or not? If you want to do something, if you're mad about something, if I was pissed about anything, I would create an organization. I would get everybody that's behind me. We all put money in the middle. I don't care how much you got. And let's build an organization from that. And let's sign our name on the paper saying we're part of this organization. So that way, anybody that does anything that's responsible within the organization, we can reprimand as well as the authorities do because we're standing for a specific movement. You know, what you're saying here is, is so profound and I love it. Uh, I think you're absolutely hundred percent right. You know, we we're pretty critical of the movement itself. Now we're all for black lives that matter. You know, we, we believe that because week after week we'll show that, you know, we'll actually show, Black conservatives, and recently, just in this episode, we showed that black person, uh, uh, Trummel, uh, who was gunned down in Milwaukee, which wasn't even shown yeah. on CNN. Black lives do matter, but even Don Lemon okay. on his show was saying, no, we're, we're only focusing on the, the nine unarmed black men that were shot last year. You know, we're focusing on police brutality when these men... It's, it's, yeah, yeah, and this is not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but I Go just ahead. want to say this before I lose it. This is what the thing that get that really hits me hard. Okay, I'm just a regular man. I'm 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 trying to make it with my family. I got thousand dollar electric bill. You don't want to hear about it. It's playing too much Call of Duty. You're growing weed or um, something? <laughs> no, I don't smoke <laughs> weed at all. I'm angry. And man. I used to get asked as a kid all the time when I was a teenager. Hey, you got any weed in California? All the time because my eyes are red. I was just red because I had to wake up and go to school. But um, I used to smoke back then, but not anymore. Hey, man, I'm, from, anyway, I'm, I'm from Southern California myself. I'm from Anaheim originally. Oh, awesome. I'm from Long Beach, Long Beach, California. LBC, dude, I, so, I totally lived out there for a while. Love that place. Well, you kind of know my personality then. You know what I mean? I, I mean, sure. it's just like you have, I'll put it like this, and I'll say it in my own personal view, there's a lot of ignorant people, especially when I where I grew up at, a lot of black and Hispanic people that I really, really don't give a damn for if something happens to That's me. That's right. Because the way I grew up, as much as ignorant they were to me, because they chose not to see things a different way. So because I can't change somebody's mind, I'm supposed to stand there and die for it? No. No. 
I'm, I'm going to be like, whatever happens to you happens. I don't care. I'm moving on. You know what I mean? But then when it gets to the, to the innocent, to the ones that really want to make it, to the ones that really want to achieve something in life, set up a standard that works for everybody without any judgment, no matter what. If, if I get this much on a test and the test comes out this way, I get to move to the next level. Nobody can choose that. If the computers and technology is ruling right now, then let the computer rule it. I hate to say it that way, but let the computer rule it. You know, let the test like um, Hunger Games, not Hunger Games. What's that other movie, man? The one <laughs> where they had to get. I'm sorry. There was a movie that I cannot remember the name to. It was a book as well. The girl was in it and uh, it was that she was that age where she had to go through a test to see if she's a lawyer, if she's like a. I'm going to. Um, it's like Divergent. There you go. Boom. Divergent. I, I didn't see but, that one. Yeah, it's a great book and it's a great movie. But then in the same content, put people in place where, you know, we do it in school now, but sometimes school, like when I went to school, it wasn't equal for me in school that much. You had a couple, and I, I guess I can say this, a couple of ghetto black ladies and ghetto white ladies in the, in the counseling office. What do you need? Oh, well, you can't get that. You got you to gotta have this much money. Then I got to come back like I'm a new student. Oh, I'm only making uh, 10000 a year, you know, and get in. But when it comes to the logic of the world, when it comes to separating color, which I believe is systematic, okay, I believe color is definitely systematic. Because why is there Anistry.com? Why? Why would there be? Why would there be a way to trace your DNA to see if you're connected to somebody that might be your same color or not? doesn't make any sense. It's all money. It's all money. Like oh. you right now, I'm talking to you. You might be my cousin from another family from whoever knows. It's, see, I don't need to see it that way. I don't need to throw a title on you. It's very possible, man. You're just a person. You're just a person. And I'm a person. And if my personality commonality with you, which I know that's not a word, but if we have a commonality together, then we do. I play Call of Duty. I stream all the time. And guess what? I got a bunch of friends on there. I don't know what color they are or what race they are. You know, we just play. And when we get off of there, we go back to our lives. You I might know, be playing with a kidnapper. Arlon, you know, I mean, Arlon, we were talking about digital blackface earlier, where where there's people, white people, using Oprah's gifts or uh, you know the fucking buy Felicia's, and they were straight up calling that yeah, racism in, in 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 so many words. If you you know, it's because you got to mix this. You got to think about this. When we're in high school, I'm not sure which one you went to, but when we're all in high school, let's say high school. Um, you always have the class clown. You always have the group. You always have the rumors of people saying certain stuff. Yeah. People intentionally, they, they carry that on throughout their life. They never grow up. Obviously their, their cerebellum never uh, develops and they keep staying the same way. Now we have multiple people that have undeveloped cerebellums in this world that kind of work in a certain, you know, system. When somebody says something, they catch on and they keep going like the Karen thing. Okay, yeah. the Karen thing to me, stupid. Like, don't it's call racist it that. As call well. it with me. Yeah, don't call it. Don't call it Karen. Like, I think it was San Francisco that's doing that as a law now. Like, that's stupid. Just call it what it is. If you call nine one one and it's not an emergency and there's nothing that you know, nothing threatening going on, you will get ticketed for it. If there's no proof for calls, you will get ticketed for it. If I call nine one one and there's a guy in front of my house that thinks he's going to break in my car and he doesn't. I should get a ticket for it because it didn't happen. It's like Minority Report. Come on now. Absolutely. You know, I know I'm missing. You know. 
you know, I'm not missing a lot of movies, but yeah, but, man, you know, hey, that's like all that. good. We we make a movie podcast <laughs> as well. And Arlon, you you are you're you're, you're you're no, it's all right, brother. You you're. Well, I thought we were going to have a, a difficult time talking to you, but you speak truth, man. A lot of it, by the way, and I can't. I don't have friends. <laughs> well, it's hard to uh, maintain the friendships right now during the COVID times, but you know, you you speak a lot of truth because you you don't see. And I wish this happened more with everybody. And I think it's a more of a white thing now where they're they're reversing the role of racism where they're saying, okay, they're they're trying to overcompensate for their own racism by calling out their own racism amongst each other. And I think it's best if they just call it what it is instead of racism. When you say when they start using this word Karen like crazy, that I mean that's inherently white girls. Like that's saying that's, yeah. I mean, that's like calling if you if a if there was a uh, look, like, the thing that messes up our society. Number one hundred percent is titles. Okay, yes, that's the number one thing that messes up everything. When I go into it, look, put it like this. Let me rephrase my um my my text, my comment I put in text. I'll say it this way: I go for a job, okay. And I didn't mean to say racist, but that's the only thing I can think of. Because um, I really felt that way when I went to some interviews. But let's just get to the main point. If I go to put my resume in on Indeed, okay? And then I have everything that's qualified for years, experience, everything. And then I get a message back right away because they're looking to hire people ASAP. And they just posted online about an hour ago. Oh, we found another candidate. Okay. I don't know why. This is why they leave it like this. Leave it anonymous where my mind's probably thinking a million things, which is fair. But then when you get into the regular world, when you get into other people, you know, stereotype as a kid, man, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties. Okay. As a kid, I used to go outside every day after seeing the news, after hearing my mom give me situation games, which she did all the time, which I'm grateful for. Cause I love those games. I do it to my kids. And just to mention my daughter is half. And then my other daughter is mine. You know, I love them. I don't look at them that way. I'll yeah. say, Hey, you, you know, the white white baby. You go over there, and then my one year old that doesn't understand the words I say. You go over there. I don't. What the fuck? I, I, excuse my language again. You can but, curse you know, all the fuck you I, want. Okay, man. I just didn't know. I didn't want to get. You. But you get what I'm saying, man. Yeah, so I do. Getting back to what I was saying, this is like, this is this is the, this is the funny part about life for me because it seems like more than seventy five percent of people within the United States need a psychologist. And I do understand what our system has done to a lot of the communities and neighborhood over time where they just didn't want to put any money into them, make them better, put authority to a certain point where you just don't have cops wait around for the super bad guys, but really just get people in a straight line right away. Not like Korea, but just in, the, in a basic way. Like if somebody's jaywalking, you know, stop every jaywalker. Do your job. Really get in there. Really get in your job. Because maybe those communities will be better. Be like, oh, there goes Officer Thomas. You know, not to cross the street without pressing the light. You know what I mean? That's These right. little bitty things, little bitty things, no matter where you live. I don't care if you live in a great neighborhood or a poor neighborhood, whatever. They matter because later on in the future, what happens? You have a better society. People know how to do things correctly. Like you said, if I go to an interview, a lot of people hear my voice on the phone. They think I'm white. I get that all the time. A lot of, and I don't like using white, a lot of Caucasian, a lot of people I speak to of, of different pigmentation 
they always think I'm white when I go see them. And I do uh, cameras. I fix cameras, like I said before, drones, whatever. So when I come by the house and they see me, they're like, oh, um, who are you looking for? I'm like, oh, I'm the camera guy. I got a shirt on. It says camera guy on it. They're like, oh, hey, man. You know what I mean? And I can tell they're amazed. But then when they see me do the work, the judgment flies away. If I was a psychic, I can say that. If I came and saw you because you needed your computer fix right now, and you didn't see me first, your judgment of anything in your mind about any color would fly away because you're like, this guy is doing what I need him to do. And he's amazing. He's doing his stuff. I would explain it. I would give you layman terms. I would turn it into medical terms and say, you know, when you drink water and it goes down in your digestive system, I would do something for you can understand what I'm doing on your level so that way we have a commonality. Right. Like the person, person that created Star Trek, I watched um, Earth, Final Concert. This is where I get the word from. Okay. That show, when I started watching it on Amazon, man, it brought my mind to a more brightened point of commonality because they kept saying it in that show. And when I actually looked up the definition, because I knew what common means, I was like, oh my God, why can't the United States be like this? Why can't we all just find the commonality in all of us and leave it at that? And then when it gets to criticism, if you don't like it, announce it and let that person be humble enough to not do it to you. And that's it. Dude. Anything simple. Yeah. yeah it, it is very simple. Just, it, we're, we're seeing everything right now. It's as if we're in fucking the 1960s again, you know? It, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it's such a shame because, you know, I, I don't have very many friends in general and a very, I have even less black friends in my life. But the ones that I do have in my life, are just wonderful, amazing people. And they're inspiring. I'm talking about my boy Iggy. I mean, that guy is super fucking inspirational to me. And he never watches this show, so I could probably name him by name and he'll never even see this. But, like, that guy... I'm going to look for him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy Emwella. Um, I mean, the guy, he's just... The thing is, like, I don't ever... And the thing is, I, I keep jumping all over the place, but... Like, my favorite music's always been fucking reggae music. And, like, I just don't and ever see, reggae music. You're the opposite of me. My favorite music is, like, System of the Down. Ah, I fucking Barrier. love that shit, though, too, you know? I was just listening you know to fucking I mean? Toxicity I mean, today. and That's yeah. what I'm saying, like, shit like that. And I don't, look, I don't look them up online to see if any of them have, like, a racist little bone in their body. I don't care. Because if they do... Really, that's on their personal side. As long as they didn't say it in their music, you know, like, oh, I'm going to kill a black color, you know, then I wouldn't probably listen to it, obviously. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I mean? So getting past that, this is the commonality. You see what I mean? Going back to the Gene Rottenberry's Earth Final Conflict and Star Trek right. was off. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the commonality. This is why, and I'm not going to get too deep in this, obviously, but this is why Star Trek and all these shows were superiorly famous because people were able to drain, you know, uh, take their minds and go out into space and see these different things with aliens and, and contact with different alien races. And they have to see, you know, Captain Kurt and then, you know, Luke Picard. They have to see all these people interact with these different, you know, colonies and, and communities and planets to figure out if they had a commonality so they won't have to fight and say, hey, we're with the Federation, we'll protect you. And they speak English for some reason. All the aliens speak English. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, you know, yeah. The <laughs> they all have you know to speak I mean? English. Always, like, hey, real quick, Arlon, we've uh, we only have a minute and thirty seconds left on our show here. Have oh, you God. ever watched the Orville on Fox? The Seth MacFarlane, but they took it offline. They took it offline. Oh, they did. I used to watch it on Hulu. Yeah, it was on Hulu. I think I got up to the third season, or I think they stopped at the second. The yeah. one that created uh, Family. That's I think right. they stopped second season but you know what he was doing such a great job i loved it you know i loved it I, you know when the ones that yeah. start smoking cigarettes and stuff <laughs> and they you know their bodies could not get harmed by it but they still have to oh right yes I'm, uh Bo- what borden 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 and his uh husband, yeah, and his, uh, husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> such a great show well Ar- arlon we we dude you've been great i i had i had Low expectations, but you exceeded them. And I'm sure if you're in an interview with me for this job, you'd be fucking hired right away. I'll tell you that much, my friend. Thank you, brother. I'm so sorry to the other caller. I didn't mean to take up so much time. I just really wanted to vent that out. Don't you worry about yeah. it. But, hey, we got to go. I thank you. Uh, come and see us next week, Monday at 10 o'clock. Same time, same everything. Wednesday. Wednesday. Sorry, not Monday. Wednesday. We used to be on Mondays. But anyways, we got to go. Thank you for calling, bud. Thank you. Have a good one. Take care. Well, that was great, you guys. So for Brandon the Hardhead Mitchell, I'm Los. We'll see you guys next week. Till then. That's right. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X-Pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 830-875-0637.